Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's business soup. I'm your host, John Dibbavoise. Make the impossible possible. Those words came from the founding father of our next guest company, iGel Technology. Jed Ayers, its newly crowned CEO, will be sharing what was seemingly impossible, but a vision 20 years ago, and is now your opportunity, a small business opportunity, to control not just one or two, but countless number of computers from one secure location. That's right, iGel Technology bringing you the tips, tools, and techniques of secure computing from their platform right here on Business Soup. Jed, welcome to this serving of Business Soup. Thank you so much. Great to be here. It's a pleasure to have you here. And right on your website, your founder has this great statement. It's called Make the Impossible Possible. What is it that Heiko Glogi, the founder of this company in Germany, what was the impossibility that he made possible? What is iGel? I think obviously we uh, take that ethos into almost anything we were trying to tackle, right? When you think about it in the context of what iGel actually does, it was this idea that, you know, iGel could have a profound impact on how people consume cloud services. And ultimately, you know, the, the, the whole experience that they have when they're sitting behind a computer and attaching to all these cloud services, whether they're um, coming out of Microsoft or Amazon or Citrix or VMware, that was their vision was that, hey, you should have this super tuned, highly secure operating system that by the way, isn't Windows. It's a Linux operating system that's very hardened and kind of purpose built for that. So that was his vision 20 years ago. And obviously for a young man in Germany to think that he could have a, uh, an impact on the stage of computing, that might have been a fairly audacious goal. But I can tell you, you know, as a, someone that's come alongside him in the last four years, that's exactly what's happening. The world is changing, and it's certainly changing even faster than we ever thought it would with COVID. The pandemic is teaching people that they can continue to work, but in a different workspace. It's giving them opportunities that were always there. They just didn't take advantage of it, and then they were forced into the platform. Exactly. I think we have some great stories about this, John, like where leaders just sort of thought, hey, these people need to get into this office, five, six, ten thousand 10,000 of them a day. And I need to be able to see them. And that's how we're going to be successful. And I think it almost you know, shocked some of those leaders when they figured out, wow, you know, the planet's better off, my people are better off. And ultimately, as we readjust to this new normal, the companies are going to be a major beneficiary too, right? And the customers, most importantly. I mean, we've seen environments where call centers, the metrics, every metric that they measure these people on are gone up. Customer sat, number of tickets closed, all the sort of things they look at suddenly in the home environment actually went up. I think the days of sending five, 10,000 people to an office to stare at a screen every day and having a, a desk for all 10, 20,000 of those people, those days are over, right? And you're going to see people sort of like adjust to this new normal that says, okay, people come back in shifts and we don't need as much office space. They start to think about commercial office space very differently. That was my thought, was that we're going to be seeing commercial office space, the big high towers perhaps being looked at differently because the businesses have realized, you know what, people work better and cheaper for me to be working at home. 
And it's better for the planet. I mean, I can tell you, I have an office that's right downtown San Francisco, right in the heart of it's where IBM Watson is, LinkedIn, Slack, Facebook. I'm right on that street, right where the Salesforce tower is. And uh, it is amazing to me, right, that all of these companies have basically told their workers, don't come back here until at least at the earliest next year. Wow. I mean, it's quite astonishing, right? It's going to take some time to sort of recalibrate what those, say, once thriving metropolitan sort of office areas look like. They're just going to change. It certainly brought in a different look for those of us, like myself, who work from home. So many people in the high towers were looking at us like, oh, you work at home. It sounds like a hobby. Well, no, it's not. It's just I've been very fortunate to always do that. And now everybody in the workforce is now in their home. And I'm very entertained by some of the sound effects I get when I'm on the phone with a major CEO and there's a kid riding a big wheel or something across the floor in the background. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the the sort of like you got to lean into that, though, right? Like this is the real world. It's authentic. It's not so polished. It's not perfect. I mean, I've had my cat jump up on my desk and he starts meowing and trying to take over the podcast. And my audience knows that if they happen to hear a horse in the background, well, that's my home-based business. <laughs> We're talking with Jed Ayers. He is the newly crowned CEO of iGel Technology Company. And 20 years ago, I was just barely operating on a Windows 3.1 operating system. And here your founder is talking about cloud space. I didn't even know that the internet was available, let alone cloud space. How did that evolve into cloud space? And how does that work for a, say, a small business operating off the cloud? You know what they say, John, everything old is new again, right? So if you really go back to sort of the early days of computing, you had this idea that there was a million dollar computer on the other side of the wall, right? And the idea was, all right, we're going to stretch the computing of that and we're going to emulate that to a terminal. And that is sort of what a thin client was, was this sort of purpose-built device that could actually emulate that. If you think about green screens, right? That was the early days of, of what that looked like. And so if you fast forward to the idea that that mainframe that was sitting on the other side of the wall is now the cloud, it's this whole idea of a, a network of compute and storage that's sitting somewhere else and connected to you uh, to your device. That's sort of the world that we're headed towards. And so there's this intersection of the Bill Gates vision that said, hey, for 35 years, he sort of said, hey, you you need to have a really big operating, powerful operating system on your device. Right. Personal computer revolution we lived through in the last 35 years. Steve Ballmer carried on the Bill Gates torch, right, that said, hey, you need to buy a a more powerful device, an Intel device typically, right, uh, or x86 powered device, and you need to put a Microsoft operating system on it. Well... More power. It's always better to have more power. Yeah, more power. So it was basically this sort of like every three-year cycle, right, with a bigger, newer operating system and a, a fresh, more powerful chipset. And it's Moore's Law, right? Every 18 months, things got faster. And we've been on this sort of cycle. Well, along comes the cloud. And it basically says, hey, it might be more efficient for all of you to put all of these applications, all your data up in the cloud. And then that basically gives you the question that says, do you really need this extraordinarily expensive device on the edge that has this huge processor and this sort of unwieldy operating system, right? That's become hard to manage, secure, patch, maintain. And so that's where we find ourselves sort of square in the middle of this vortex of what COVID's creating. It's sort of this whole new architecture that says you want to work on any device anywhere and you want to do it securely. 
well, have this sort of hyper-tuned, hardened Linux operating system that's connected to those cloud services. And that's what iGel has been working on for 20 years. Our brilliant moment was when the founder decided like, okay, we make them and today we sell them on a piece of hardware, a thin client. He said, hmm, let's figure out how to take that operating system, this Linux operating system off that box and be able to put it on anyone's hardware. And that happened in 2011. I came along in 2016 and transformed the company by basically saying, that's all we're going to sell. We're going to basically turn this into a software company. Really don't care whose hardware it goes on. Yes, we make great hardware. We make these things called thin clients that last 10 years and they come with the operating system. But the more powerful value proposition was put this on any piece of hardware that you have sitting out there and connect it to the cloud. We've doubled the company in the last four years and um, made it a lot more profitable, obviously, because we're not attached to hardware. It's a software story. We're talking with Jed Ayers, the CEO of iGel, just came on not too long ago as the CEO. And your vision, as we were talking about, is the evolution of right from your website of the future of workspace. If I'm a small business and I'm looking to utilize your services, what kind of business am I looking to operate or am I operating? And how are you going to make that wheel that I talk about so often? How are you going to make that business wheel of mine turn better, faster, or smoother? Historically, uh, John, we've been in the areas of you know retail, healthcare, finance, insurance, and really where we come in and help is anybody that's building a company that doesn't want to deal with the sort of complexity and security challenges of managing 10, 20, 50, 100, 100,000 endpoints that are running Windows. Windows, by its very nature, Windows 10 actually is the newest version of Windows and it's the last version of Windows. And really what's happened with Windows is that it's it's getting so big now and they're updating it so often that it becomes really challenging for a small business, especially to sort of keep up with that, right? That has maybe a limited IT staff. So the alternative to that is don't use Windows there and actually put this hardened iGel Linux operating system that's super easy to maintain. We have retailers like Luxottica, you probably know these guys that they have the Sunglasses Hut, Pearl Vision. Oh, wow, yeah. They have 30,000 devices. And of course, you know these are in locations that are like airports and kiosks. And they don't want to be running Windows on those places, right? Where they have very few IT people to support them. So they put this iGel device running an iGel operating system in those places. And then they, they're literally managing 30,000 devices with less than one person that's sort of part-time looking after them. That's unheard of, obviously. For anyone in your audience that's tried to manage a fleet of even just a few Windows devices, it can become very quickly a full-time job to keep them patched and secured and managed. So that's really the value we bring is just to sort of set up that architecture for you so that your applications and every organization typically has four or five applications is the heartbeat of their organization. And you know, people may be trying to migrate as many of those applications to cloud delivered applications that come through the browser. Yeah, Windows applications are around to, for, for a lot of companies for a long time. So our architecture allows you to put those into the cloud and then get away from Windows on the edge. That's our religious moment, right? Is we're, we're going to make your life a lot better 
There's so many security challenges today with managing Windows. Well, let me ask you this. Let me bring it down to the level of my audience. Mm -hmm. The most prolific small business out there are the restaurants. And of course, during the pandemic, they have really been squeezed and challenged. How would my audience say of restaurant owners that have three, four, maybe five restaurants, how would they use this system to help manage it from the point of sale machine all the way back to the back office? When you think about how you use iGels, any any device that you have today that's running Windows, so a lot of people may even have in your audience maybe are sitting on devices that are maybe even running Windows 7, which went end of life and is no longer supported by Microsoft at the beginning of this year. And so anywhere they would have Windows in any of its different formats, whether it's 7 or 10, you would essentially replace that with this iGel operating system. And then you would have a much leaner, more secure, much more easy to manage operating system. And then you would have to figure out how to consume your applications out of a cloud service from a data center somewhere. But you would take your your Windows applications that are running on those devices, potentially locally, and move them to the cloud. And that's really what we're helping people with is the journey to sort of get to a place where all your data is sitting somewhere secure all your applications are sitting somewhere to be consumed directly to any device, anywhere. That's the sort of continuity that companies need today to give them the most flexibility. But specifically for a restaurant, you, know, you probably have some accounting, you have some point of sale technologies, you have inventory tools. Oh, there, there are so many systems on a restaurant's computer screen. It's usually twice as big as, at least twice as big as their menu out on the other side of the door. So you'd want to figure out how to get as many of those being delivered from the cloud, essentially, right? And from, from or from a data center or from even a server that would sit somewhere centrally in your restaurant. And then the idea would be just eliminate the sort of complexity of, you know, dozens of devices that are running windows i'm sure your listeners that are you know tuned into the or have a responsibility for dealing with fleets of windows devices especially if they've even made the move to windows 10 they realize that what the challenges are around that microsoft is has doubled the number of updates that they're delivering to those uh to those devices that are running windows 10 it's like painting the golden gate bridge john you're like <laughs> no sooner do you update it you need to update it again um, and that's quite challenging, especially for a restaurant where you might it might take you know hours for it to update and may want to update it right in the middle of your restaurant shift. That could be catastrophic. So instead of having to update, say, every restaurant computer that might be working off of a unit, there's a duplication of all the hardware and software on each unit. Instead of having to update all of them independently, they can all be operating off an updated system that is up in the cloud when I update exactly. it once. You definitely are hitting it, John. That's the idea of centralizing Windows. And I can manage this from anywhere. I can manage it from my boat or my from my horse. Exactly. And that's really the vision, I think, that everybody needs to get into their mind. Obviously, this sort of transcends the uh, the restaurant, but although maybe restaurants now are trying to serve people in parking lots and makeshift places that have open air, and they've had to do all kinds of, I think agility is our new superpower right now. But when you're thinking about delivering compute and applications and data, it's the idea that, hey, I don't care what device it is, and I don't care where it is. I need to be able to do this. I need to be able to pull those applications and data to that device, right? If you're in your ranch somewhere on the back of a horse or you're sitting in a high-rise office building in downtown San Francisco, you need to have the same access 
the same fidelity of that experience. And that's really the power of cloud computing is that you're going to be able to have that sort of high fidelity, high security experience on any device anywhere. As far as the updates and the security, we, we already talked about the updates can be done once for your entire system in the cloud. Mm-hmm. With it being in the cloud, what about security? Are all my units that are operating through this system protected by the same internet security or software malware, or do I need to have on each machine a separate malware detection and cleanup system? One of the advantages of Linux is that it, it's sort of a read-only piece of software. So the, the firmware or the operating system, it's literally like you know, um, hardened. So like when you think about places like ATMs or cars or Teslas or what have you, right? they're running Linux because it's very, very secure and it's very, very stable. And so those are characteristics that people don't typically associate with Windows. Windows has gotten very, very big, and it's very challenging to manage and secure. So, <laughs> so the idea with a with a iGel Linux operating system is that it's sitting on the edge, it's super secure, and it's easy to manage, and it's hardened. So that means like as it boots, if anything's changed in that boot structure, it literally will just not boot, right? So if it's compromised by malware, ransomware, any of these terrible things that afflict Windows devices, Instead of booting and compromising your company, Linux just sort of doesn't even boot. It just sort of says, sorry, this machine doesn't look the same as it did last time. I'm not going to even start up. And also, the smallest they've ever gotten Windows is like 16 gigs. Our operating system's just over one gig. So the attack surface and the way that it's built, it's just way smaller and way more secure. For your uber technical listeners, you know, they'll know there's a reason why Linux has done so well in the cloud and in these environments where you need to have high security and really high stability. So Linux has really taken the platform of keep it simple and then build off of the Linux platform, whatever your program, such as the iGel and the UD3 hardware system that you have, you build off of a simple platform and the security is elsewhere in the cloud. Exactly. Yeah, the whole idea is keep that underlying operating system hardened and then centralize all your services in the cloud in a way that keeps your data safe. This is why this architecture has been so widely used by government, healthcare, retail, is because they've already been impacted by the hackers, right? And they've had regulation, right? Well, <laughs> yes. Think about all the three-letter acronyms that sort of protect healthcare and retail, right? PCI, HIPAA all these government regulations, that's forced those industries to move their data into the cloud. So they're the early adopters of this. But I think every company is going to see benefit from moving to software and data that's delivered from these highly secured, hardened cloud infrastructures. But the idea is, okay, if you're going to do that, do you want a really huge operating system and a huge expensive processor on the edge? No. We all have experiences. It's very frustrating when you're looking at your computer screen and something isn't working and you got to reboot. Yes. I mean, I think that is that is a big part of the uh, the Windows blue screen of let, <laughs> let me update this for the next six hours. Well, it's kind of like a flat tire. There's never a convenient time for a flat tire or an update. So if I'm a restaurateur, small business is a small business, and I'm just talking to my restaurant owners out there as they are coming back to life. And I like what I'm hearing. And I might say, you know what? I'd like to find out more information. Well, folks, you can go through my website at BizSoup. 
where we're going to have all the connections where you can get in touch with Jed and the company iGel and find out what can they do for you. I want to ask you about something I'm entering, and that is on your website, you haven't entered to win a, a workspace makeover. Boy, if we couldn't all use that, what is that all about? And this entry, what, what do I have to do to get a makeover? It was actually thought of before the whole COVID thing happened, but uh, yeah, with more and more people working at home, the place that you might've worked at a couple days a week or never worked at before, suddenly you're there for you know hundreds of days, right? <laughs> um, one of the things we've done is we actually hired a consultant through this contest. When you go to the iGel website, you'll see it. And Vicki Norse is her name. She's sort of helping deliver some insights. She's a, a, a world-class thought leader in sort of how to organize your office for the, for the best productivity and inspiration and how, how you should set that up. So Vicky is a professional organizer. So you teamed up with her. Yeah, we teamed up with her. And then so what we're trying to do is obviously introduce some people to the iGel story and the technology and have have a few minutes to talk with you about the technology. And if you, so if you go to the website, you'll see how to enter. But we're giving away $5,000 sort of all the cool stuff that you'd want in your office, right? From espresso makers to chairs to uh, screens and different gadgets, lights and computers, that kind of thing. And we're going to do that four times. I think we actually just gave the uh, first uh, 5,000 package away last week. And then at the end of this year, we're going to actually do a full makeover. So sort of like these shows you see on TV, the whole oh, yeah. makeover. We're going to work with Becky where we actually go in to someone's house and we look at their office space and we reimagine it. We're actually going to put $20,000 into somebody's office to sort of just completely make it over with, with Vicky's help. So I think, you know, that's the grand prize. And then, you know, if anyone's interested, you know, along the way, they, they also will get a chance to talk to iGel about how we might uniquely be able to help them with their edge computing. This sounds fascinating. I can see how so many applications for my audience and the different businesses that they operate, particularly if you have more than one facility, more than one restaurant, dry cleaners, gas stations. It is a nightmare when you have multiple computer systems that are operating independently of each other, are suffering their own various viruses, and numbers aren't coming up where they're supposed to be because something's not updated, something's infected. It's a nightmare when you have more than one facility. I, I see a lot of value in this. When I first heard about the cloud, I'm going, oh, putting all my information up there, how secure is that? Well, I've gotten over that. I think you're going to see more and more innovation pour into this space, John, because of COVID is just sort of helping the accelerator pedal on innovation. And then you also have this catalyst with the connectivity 5G is coming, right? One yes. of the challenges with putting things in the cloud and some of this architecture, especially for places that might be like gas stations or dry cleaners or whatever, right? That are in places where, where they may not have great internet is that through 5G, we're going to get to a place where everybody in the world has super high speed internet. And that sort of takes away one of the biggest challenges with this architecture has always been cost, complexity, and connectivity. So the connectivity is going away. The cost is definitely coming down and the complexity is also going down because the cloud is just abstracting a lot of the complexity. And so, yeah, I think I think anybody who's looking to uh, sort of simplify, harden, deliver better security, better performance in any kind of a, a setting, you owe it to yourself to look at, uh, at the entire architecture. Jed, I want to thank you for being on this Serving of Business Soup. There's a lot more questions that I have about this, but the fundamental 
drive of this program is to provide the tips, tools, and techniques and the resources to the small business owner. And we just touched on the restaurant industry out of the fact that they are coming out of a bad time. The key too, John, is that you know you, we can do this on existing hardware. I think a lot of people might be thinking, oh, I got to spend a whole bunch of money on new hardware. That's one of the beautiful things about iGel technology is we actually put this operating system on the existing PCs that they have sitting around. In some cases, ones that they thought, oh, wow, I can't use this anymore because it won't run Windows 10 anymore. Well, it'll run iGel. You don't have to get into this sort of world where because of Windows, you're throwing away devices every three years because you need a bigger, faster processor to run the newest version of Windows. Any device that has two gigs of RAM and hard drive, it will run iGel. Part of how we've disrupted the space is we walk in and say, no, you don't need to replace those 100,000 devices. Actually, just put this really small, high-performance operating system on that device. And literally any device that's still plugged in today I don't know, care how crusty it is, will probably run iGel. In fact, we have people that are finding pallets of devices they thought they were going to have to send to the landfill and bringing them back and saying, whoa, this will actually run iGel really well. And it connects to the, to the Microsoft or Amazon cloud services. Beautiful. All right. So I get all these services. How is this monetized? Is this a subscription, one-time fee, annual what? iGel is moving towards subscription in terms of how we sell um, our operating system today. It's sold on a a one-time perpetual license. So um, fortunately, we haven't quite got to subscription. That'll happen in the next year. You basically buy iGel's operating system on a one, three, or five-year contract. The good news about it is that we are constantly updating it and tuning it and putting new innovation in it, into it. And so that's one of the cool things. We make it really easy to update devices. And in many cases, you don't even restart them. The end user doesn't even really even know that, that they took, took an update. Jed, I can't thank you enough for being a part of Business Soup. Thanks so much for sharing the insight of iGel. And if you'd like more information about iGel and a home workspace makeover, we'll go enter. Go to bizsoup.com. You'll find all the information about not only BizSoup, where you can subscribe as well. You can get to iGel, enter it, and get more information on how they can make your business run smoother, faster by putting a new spoke in your wheel and making your technology better and easier to use. Jed, thanks for being on this serving of Business Soup. It's been my pleasure, John. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.